Storms and flash flooding across southeast Queensland have claimed seven lives since Christmas, but households have now been warned to prepare for heatwave. More than 120,000 homes and businesses lost power during the extreme rain, lightning and wind. Queensland Energy Minister Mick DeBrenny says 63% of customers without power since Monday and Tuesday's unprecedented storms now had their services restored. Mr DeBrenny has said they are following the state's energy restoration plan. Uh, what it outlines is that by the evening uh, of the 30th of December that we aim to have 80% of households and businesses across the affected region have power resupplied. Uh, that by the end of New Year's Eve, so by the end of the 31st uh, of December this year, uh, we aim to have 90% of power resupplied. Meanwhile, Federal Disaster and Emergency Management Minister Murray Watt has said residents should look out for warnings as the state braces for a heat wave. We're only just beginning summer. Uh, we're likely to see other extreme weather over the coming weeks and months. So please stay across those warnings because it could just save your life. New Year's Eve could be a wet one for parts of eastern Australia, with more severe weather forecast for the weekend. The Bureau of Meteorology says widespread showers and possible storms are set to return to New South Wales and Queensland today, Friday. New northeast New South Wales will bear the brunt of the rain in the state with isolated and possibly severe thunderstorms in New Year's Eve. Scattered showers are forecast for the remainder of the of the coast with the chance of storms. Queensland is also expected to be hit with wet weather with isolated showers and thunderstorms forecast across much of the state apart from southeast. Anthony Albanese has wished all Australians Merry Christmas while paying tribute to those who are giving up their day to help others. Mr Albanese expressed his gratitude to everyone who's giving up their Christmas for the sake of others. In this time of celebration and reflection, we express our gratitude to everyone who's giving up their Christmas for the sake of others. In particular, our emergency personnel and Australian Defence Force members, whether here or overseas our medical workers and our hospitality and those who give up for others through charities. Mr Albanese has also acknowledged it was an easy period for some in particular in the far north Queensland dealing with the aftermath of the floods. In his Christmas message, the opposition leader, Peter Dutton, acknowledged that many people were struggling to make ends meet as the cost of living Rose. He also thanked those assisting people in need. The generosity and the efforts of our wonderful charity workers and volunteers epitomised the very best of our society. Doctors are urging parents to keep a watchful eye on potentially risky toys this Christmas as children are particularly vulnerable to eye injuries. Ophthalmologist Dr Chanel Sharma says eye injuries can have a lifelong consequence and are far more common than people realise. The Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Ophthalmologists, Ranzico, says things like toy guns, swords and aerosols are particularly high risk. Dr Sharna warns injuries can be severe. 
So eye injuries from these sorts of things can start with injuries to the cornea where you get an ulcer. It can cause injury to the lid, but in worst case scenarios, it can go through the eye and cause complete loss of the eyeball as well as vision. Whilst children's eyes are particularly vulnerable, Dr Sharma says injuries caused by champagne corks are also very common. Ukraine, Ukrainians have celebrated Christmas on December 25th for the first time this year in efforts to shift away from Russia's historical influence. Traditionally, the majority Orthodox Christian population would celebrate alongside Russia on January 27, in line with the traditional Julian calendar. Ukraine passed a law earlier this year declaring Christmas celebrations would come early in a move their president says will help Ukrainians live their own lives. This will be the second Christmas in Ukraine since Russia launched its offensive in 2022. The workers of the Eiffel Tower have called on a strike over contract negotiations with the city of Paris. The strike coincides with the 100-year anniversary since the death of the iconic landmarks founder, Gustav Eiffel. The workers say they are striking because they have concerns over the long-term prospects of the monument. Several tourists expressed their disappointment at not being able to visit the tower, which is considered one of the city's main attractions. The Eiffel Tower operates all year round and it is expected to have a key role in the upcoming 2024 Paris Olympic Games. Australian supermarkets have started stocking their shelves with Easter hot cross buns. Despite Easter being three months away, Coles and Woolworths stores around the country have started selling the baked goods from Boxing Day. Some consumers have expressed surprise online that the product is being launched so soon. Woolworths merchandise manager Donald Keith says the demand is there post-Christmas for the Easter treat. It's never too early for our cross buns. I think our customers show each and every year that it's the right time to come out. We sell about 1.8 million hot cross buns in the first week, so we know our customers are looking for those traditional hot cross buns. Cole says it's aiming to beat its own number of hot cross buns sold last year of 2.5 million. The opposition is accusing the federal government of failing to help Australians over the rising cost of groceries. Labor said it's planning to review the food and grocery code of conduct in October, but as yet no one has been appointed to lead the review. The Nationals leader, David Littleproud, told 2GB it's time that supermarkets were held to account. When you see a 60-70% reduction in sheep and lamb prices, yet only an 8% reduction at the checkout, someone's cleaning up and it's the supermarkets. And then you look at even watermelons, a dollar a kilogram, they're paying the farmers, but they're charging about four four fifty a kilogram. And all you have to do is pick it out of a paddock and put it in a truck. Police are urging beachgoers in New South Wales to hand in any barnacle-covered bricks of cocaine after several have been found washing up along the state's coast. Police say a member of the public alerted them to a mysterious parcel after discovering one in Magenta on the state's central coast. 
After more investigations, at least seven packages have been located along the coast so far, all between Sydney and Newcastle. Investigators are urging anyone who finds or may have seen one of the packages to contact local police. A man's body has been found following a search at the newly opened beach in Sydney's west. Emergency services were called to Penrith Beach on Boxing Day after a man was seen going underwater and not resurfacing. Three rescue boats and two helicopters joined the police search and the waterway was closed to the public. Emergency crews found the body of a man believed to be in his 30s. A report will be prepared for the coroner. The man-made beach in Penrith Lakes opened to the public just one week ago. As Australian, Australia braces for the increasing hot summer, there are concerns about ongoing drowning deaths. Since the start of the summer this year, Royal Lifesaving Australia says there have already been 21 drowning deaths recorded across the country. That's three more than recorded on the same date last year. Six of those have occurred in New South Wales alone, with Surf Life Saving New South Wales CEO Stephen Pearce explaining this highlighted risk of drowning over the several of the festive period. We always have what, this really heightened peak of operational activity around Christmas, and unfortunately, you know, particularly here in New South Wales, it's been a really tragic start. And um, even you know, since uh, 1 December, we're now up to six coastal drownings here in New South Wales just alone. A person has reportedly suffered serious injuries after being bitten by a shark at the remote beach on South Australia's York Peninsula. Police have responded to a report of a shark attack off Ethel Beach near Innes National Park at 1.30pm on Thursday. Ambulance crews rushed to the difficult-to-access beach, which is located at the bottom of a large cliff. The attack comes a num- after a number of serious bite incidences in recent months, including fatal attack of a 55-year-old Todd Jendall at Greenwich Beach on the state's west coast in October. His, the second shark death this year, after 46-year-old teacher Simon Bacanello disappeared without a trace in May while surfing in at Walker's Rock Beach, about 365 k's west of Adelaide. In sailing, Law Connect has come from behind to claim the Sydney to Hobart line honours, soaring past fellow Super Maxi Ando Comanche in the thrilling final. Law Connect, runner-up in the three past events, edged across the River Derwent finishing line, 51 seconds ahead of her rival. The pair, who were neck and neck the whole race, played cat and mouse in a light wind as they neared the finish. It is the second closest finish in in the Sydney to Hobart history after Condor of Bermuda beat Apollo by a mere seven seconds in 1982. The final finish time of Law Connect, skippered by and owned by Christian Beck, was one day, 19 hours, 3 minutes and 58 seconds. Christian Beck's son, Indy, told Channel 7 Sunrise that he couldn't believe his dad had done it.
To be honest, like, when um, Comanche got that puff, I was like, all right, that's the moment, you know, race done, pack it up. I thought it was done for us, just don't believe it, to be honest. That's, like, the greatest comeback in sailing, I reckon. It was absolutely amazing. In cricket, Australia heads into day four of the second test against Pakistan with a lead of 241 runs, largely thanks to Mitch Marsh making 96 in the face of a barrage of Pakistani swing bowling. Marsh joined Steve Smith with when Australia were reeling at 4-16, to 16, but their 153 run stand has likely batted Pakistan out of the match. Marsh and Alex Curry will resume at 6 for 187. And that is NITV Radio's news wrap-up of the week.